Welcome back, Richard. It's good to see you. Yeah. Happy April. Here we are, April. And, um, you know, last week we talked about, um, you know, working through processes to get to the point of uh, in losses to get to the point of accepting and being able to move on. Right. And we, we talked about all kinds of, of losses and, and traumas and different things. But today we're going to focus on one in particular. We're going to focus on the, the um, ending of a romantic relationship. That's right. Uh- um, we, we typically don't think of uh, grief and most of us, when we think about grief and loss, we think about somebody dying, passing you know, on. And um, <clears throat> we t- typically think about that. But any kind of life changing event, uh, retirement, empty nest or, or romantic relationship, anything that changes, suddenly changes your life um, involves this process of right. acceptance and moving on. And um and we talked about romantic relationships last week and mm-hmm. um, as one of those life-changing events. And lo and behold, um, I had an individual come in this week who is going through just such a breakup and right. uh, wasn't ready for it, didn't see it coming, and is just has just been devastated. He's been going through it for a couple of months now. And he, and he came in and said, I, I, I'm, I'm really having trouble getting over it. Um, accepting it and moving on. So I thought, well, maybe, maybe again, it's time to talk about this particular kind of loss in particular. And so there's a, a fellow out there um, by the name of Gary Lewandowski, right. who um, is currently at Monmouth University. Um, and he's considered one of the experts on uh, romantic, uh, the breakup of a romantic relationship. And I thought, well, let me tell I knew about Lewandowski years ago. I'd read his, his work oh, I don't know, 12 or 15 years ago. And I thought, well, let me, let me see what, if he's updated anything. And lo and behold, I found this article uh, entitled A Breakup. And I, I was intrigued by the article because he said, a breakup doesn't have to leave you broken. Right. And thought, That's the kind of thing I'm looking for is not just a self-help thing, but, but really good advice from a guy who's been doing this a long time. Right. And um, so... Um, this is a this this issue of romantic uh, breakups of romantic relationship is important to talk about first of all because it it probably does happen to everybody. I mean, I'm, unless you're going to live a completely single life with no intimate relationships, but I don't know how anybody does that. I guess it's possible. But first of all, the breakup, the ending of a romantic relationship happens to all of us. I mean, my goodness, it starts happening in middle school. Right. You know, in middle school and high school and college and and on. So across a lifespan, romantic relationships begin and end. And it's something we're all dealing with. So number one, it happens to everybody. But number two, it's really, really devastating. I mean, of of the many types of losses you can have, uh, the the unexpected ending of a romantic relationship is really, really devastating. Right. And and, and it. There, there are different factors that yeah. can make it more or less devastating. You know, mm-hmm. if it's, um, it sounds as the, the, the person you're referring to, um, the patient from earlier this week, um, right. when it's unexpected, you know, when, when you feel like everything is going just fine, and then all of a sudden, you know, that your, your partner is um, saying that they're, they're leaving. Um, right. and there's no discussion. There's no. Um, no, she uh, did. Warning. The other the woman just left. I mean, he was expecting that he, he anticipated that the relationship would continue to grow and that they would eventually either either marry or certainly end up together. 
Um, mm-hmm. that, that, he had no reason to expect otherwise. And suddenly she just walked away. Right. I mean, it, it was absolutely devastating. For her. So it was completely right. unexpected. Right. And, and, and also related to that is, you know, it's also really more, much more challenging when one person wants the, the relationship to end and the other person doesn't. Right. Um, and of course, it's wor- obviously it's worse for the person who doesn't want the relationship to end. Right. Um, that can be really difficult. But, um, you know, that is a- another factor that that kind of weighs into this um, th- this issue. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And and then it's doubly difficult if the person who's leaving the relationship doesn't um, doesn't explain why. You know, right. if, if you don't know why the relationship ended. And then, of course, you, you so you don't get closure. So right. it's, like, it's like you're left in this state of what you don't even know why it ended. So right. you can't even I mean, if, if, if the person would say, look, um, I've met somebody else. OK, right. or I'm leaving the country or I've decided um, I'm, I'm making some other decision. Um, at, at least the person who's who's going to be left can start to get closure. They can begin to work on. OK. Uh, but when you don't know, it's even it makes makes it even more difficult. Okay, right. but certainly the end of a romantic relationship is is a major loss. It's it's one of those major life changing events that we talked about last week, and the reason is because you're yanked from your comfort zone. Who you are in this relationship that you assume is going to go on for a long time, and all of a sudden that's it's over. You know, so so you're yanked out of your comfort zone. You weren't able to prepare for it. It's like it's like the sudden loss of a friend in, in an automobile accident. Right. I mean, you, you had no time to prepare. You just get a phone call and somebody's gone, you know, right. and, and so there's no preparation and you're thrown into this, this hole. I mean, that's what this guy described. He said, I'm just, I feel like I'm in this hole and I can't get out of it. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, it's the end of these types of relationships are so yeah. difficult because, you know, as you, as the relationship ends and you're looking back, you know, you, you don't always think about the way that things really were. You tend to think about the way that you wish that they were, the things that you wish you had done, the things that you right. wish had happened. Um, there may be some things that you wish that hadn't happened. Right. And, and so we, we have a difficult time sometimes of looking back at it in a realistic, factual right. manner. We, we tend to, um, sometimes we tend to focus on only the good things, Sometimes we tend to focus on only the bad things, but we're left in this um, in this state of just um, perseveration, almost like like what we talked about last week. Just kind of mulling through things over and over again, not really getting to any resolution of anything, Mm -hmm. but just thinking about all the what ifs, whys, and, and and all of that. That that just maintains the pain. It maintains the hurt of the loss. You know, and, and so Lewandowski points out in this article, well, why, why are these things so difficult to manage? And one of the things he says that, you know, when, when I think of Eric Erickson, you know, you get to the last stage of uh, psychos, social development, and you look back at your life, you're not going to look back and say, wow, I wished I, I wished I would have gotten a bigger boat. I wished I would have had more car. You, you don't think about possessions. You think about relationships. Right. You know, how did I do with my romantic how to do with my kids how would I do how did did, was I was I good with my parents you know and so that's what you tend to think about are your relationships how how did I do in my relationship so we know that relationships are really really important 
And um, this kind of a relationship, you're right. You, you, you start to think as this guy is, you, you, you're going to start to perseverate on the, the, the hard parts, the bad parts of this, you know, you, you, you want to think about the good parts that only brings you more pain because that's right. what you really miss. And then you start to get really negative and really dark thinking, I, I'm, I can't do anything about this. Not only am I at a loss, not only am I in this right. deep hole, I have no control over this. I can't do anything about it. Okay. Yeah. So this kind of a breakup where somebody just walks out of your life, very, very difficult. And our, when we think about it, it makes matters even worse. Right. Our thinking makes the event even worse. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, and so, you know, the, the um, one of the things that he says in the article is that breakups are bad. They're just not as awful and devastating as we think. It's right. Because when we think about it, um, the more that we think about it, the more devastated, the more awful it is. That's right. Um, because, you know, you know, typically, and, and again, when we think about this uh, relationship ending, one person tends to, not, not always, but tends to uh, have a little bit better of a, um, of, of a tendency to think back and understand why the relationship is ending. And the other person sometimes has a difficult time with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but most relationships end for important reasons, um, because there's some incompatibility, there's some, there were some problems, there were some issues, and usually those problems are building up over time. Um, But, you you know, sometimes those problems are really difficult for one of the partners to see. Um, They don't understand it, they don't see it, they don't hear it. And and when the other partner finally gets to that point where they are like, okay, this is over. um, Yeah, that, that, that the person could be devastated and, and right. have no idea, not have any understanding as to why they are where they are. So that's right. Yep. But he's, but he, I like the phrase that you, that you mentioned that breakups are bad. They're just not as bad as we make them out to be. Okay. Right. That, that, that we, that we think they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and he says every, every breakup is a mix of negative and positive right. emotions. Okay. The problem is, this is true about life, the negative emotions are simply easier to access. The heartache and the pain are very easy to get to, okay? And so the problem is the negative parts of the break, the negative parts are much easier to access. They're right at the surface and they're always there. On the other hand, the positive parts of it, if you're ever going to move forward, you have to find the positives. Right. And, and I know for this guy, at least, he doesn't see any positives yet. Right. It's too fresh. He just can't get to the positives. He's, he's focused completely on the negatives. And, and what we're talking about here with negatives and positives is negative and, negatives and positives of the ending of the relationship. So, right. so the negative of the, the end of the relationship is the heartache and the loss and the pain and all that kind of right. stuff. The positives are, okay, what, where am I going from here? And mm-hmm. how can I take this experience and, and turn it into something that's going to, you know, help me or, you know, help me in future relationships and things like that. Yeah. Um, like what we talked about last week with moving on, mm-hmm. um, with moving on, you're looking, you, you've accepted the loss and now you're figuring out how can I take this experience and grow from it and, and move on to other things in my life. Um, what Lewandowski is referring to as positives is that moving on piece that, okay, that's now right. I got to get to that next mm-hmm. next stage. Right. And, you know, I, I'm laughing, I'm kind of smiling here because I'm thinking 
he does he does um, give you a little slap on the cheek with the first one because he said, look, let, let's admit something. At the beginning of a relationship, he said, we're all on our best behavior and right. everything's perfect, right? And you you meet somebody and it's wonderful and you have all that oxytocin is flowing and this is and, and you have found Mrs. Right. right or Mr. Right. I mean, this this is the this is the person I've been looking for. But he said, let's be honest. The beginning of a relationship, everything is perfect because we're all on our best behavior. Right. But we know that that doesn't last. In our in our head, you know, and this is getting to the positives. <clears throat> we know that those feelings aren't going to last. We hope otherwise. We, we talk ourselves into this is the one I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. This is going to remain perfect forever. And we cling to that hope. Right. Yeah. We, we, we hold on to it. And, and, and sometimes we, we are ourselves, we know that we're doing something that we wouldn't typically do. Um, like, you know, when, when you're spending time at that, you know, the person that you're seeing, you're spending time with them and, um, you know, you're, you're being exceptionally patient right. or you're being right. exceptionally calm in a, in a particular right. situation, or you, you, you make a joke about something that would really, you're, you're making a joke about it because it's really upsetting you. And right. so you make a joke about mm-hmm. You know that you're doing those things to to keep yourself in presenting in this positive light, but like you said, we don't think about how. Okay, a couple of years from now, am I going to have that same kind of patience? Am I going to have that same type of perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you will, but if you have a tendency not to be that way, then you're probably not. And right. we have to be honest with ourselves, and you know, as it suggests, recognize that they're doing the same thing the partner's doing the same thing. That's right. And so how do we get to positive? How do we get, how do we get beyond these easy to access negative feelings and get on? Well, one of the things we learn is that as difficult as it is, we can make it through this. If this is going to happen to you more than once, for most people, they're going to have a relationship that ends, but they're going to have more than one. They're going to experience it more than one time. So what do you learn? You learn that you can make it through. You yeah. know it's painful. You know it hurts, but you know you're going to make it through because you've made it. You've done this before, okay? right? Uh, the other thing we learn is we learn how to handle conflict uh, within ourselves and with the other person. Um, it, it, if it was a if it was a conflict that ended the relationship, because there's a lesson there. Why did this relationship end? <clears throat> because there was some sort of unresolved conflict. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We and, also, and and. Understanding that is really important because um, once you understand what that conflict is, then you're going to be better able to handle it in the future. You can be better right. able to recognize it in the future so that you mm-hmm. can avoid it or you can prevent it. Um, but 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 it isn't really important to remember that, right? Recognize that. And the other thing is, we learn who not to date. Right. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. This, this didn't work out for some reason. Right. So maybe I'm maybe I'm dating the wrong people. If if I have a series of failed relationships, maybe it's something about the people I'm choosing. Right. And then I maybe that so I've got to think long and hard about maybe I I need to think about what kind of person I really want to be with. Okay? Right. Yeah. You you start to recognize those warning signs <clears throat> that oh this is an indication that the last time this happened you know right. this this turned into these kinds of problems and so. Right. I need to recognize it as early as possible through those early warning signs. That's right. Um, maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm, I'm attracted to the brightest bulb 
in the room, but maybe the brightest bulb in the room isn't the right person for me. And right. That's not what I want. Yes, it's very attractive. She's yeah. very pretty and everybody likes her and she's hot. And she's this and she's that. But maybe that's not the person you want for a long-term relationship. Right. And so it gives you the opportunity, the, the breakup gives you the opportunity to think about what kind of a person do I want to be with? We also get better at recognizing the warning signs that, that this might not be the right relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. And each time we have a breakup, we learn a little bit more about how to move on. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Um, and then he, cause he get, he uses this quote, quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson says, who said, our greatest joy is not in never failing, but in rising up every time we fail. Right. And so, and that's what we have, you know, how many times do we say, well, it's not, it's not what happened to you. It's how you dealt with it. It's right. how you think about it. Right. right. And that's what this is. It's in, in, a, in applying that same um, um, concept to uh, romantic relationships is that it's going to happen to you. Right. It's how you deal with it. That makes a difference. Well, and it makes me think of everything else that we talk about with, with, you know, trying in, in, in failure, you know, every time we, we fail at something, it's an right. opportunity to learn and grow get, and, and become uh, better, our better selves. And, right. and, and this is the same thing. And, uh, you know, recognizing straight off that, that it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> it doesn't feel at that time. It doesn't feel as though anything positive can come from this. Right. Um, you know, what in the world could be good about feeling <laughs> the way that I feel right now with the loss of this relationship? Um, but something good can come from that. Something, right. you know, um, I, I, I often think of, um, you, you know, watching movies and, and things like that, you know, even even don't roll your eyes, but even like Marvel movies and things like that. And, and it's talking about all of these different possibilities, the multiverse stuff and everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the next relationship you have may be that great relationship that you were that's, looking for. Right. That's um, right. But right. that relationship would never be had you not been through the ones previous. That's right. And so we have to think of they, they all build on each other. And, you know, yes, right. you have to go through these really lousy horrible experiences, these really painful experiences, but those experiences get you down the line to where you're really looking to be. Right. That's right. And, and that's exactly where this guy right now is just stuck on all the negatives. It's, it's a fresh wound. It's only a couple of months old. And he, something about him is telling, he's telling himself, this is lingering too long. You know, I'm, I'm stuck on these negative. I just can't move on. And so he's still in the negative part. And I'm, so my task with him will be to get him to begin to move in the, you know, moving on what we talked about moving on. Okay. And so we're talking about all the things he's learned from this relationship and he has to use this experience to get better for the next relationship. He's got to, you know, choose wise, like, like um, Indiana Jones, choose wisely, you know, right. Right. He has to learn. What did you learn from this? Okay. And so I'm going to take him through that because in some cases, you, what Lewandowski says is you have to think about what you're gaining right. with this loss. Funny, work, funny juxtaposition, but what am I gaining with this loss? Well, in some cases, you, you really are going to be better off. I mean, if you really sit back and think about it right. without the pain, um, he, the way he puts it is you're off probation. 
Right. You know, some relationships are difficult. I mean, it's, right. you know, you have to look good and you have to smell good and your clothes have to be right. And, and it's just no matter what you do, it just feels like a lot of work. Right. You, know, you yeah. want the relationship. But God, on the other hand, you could have somebody who's always, you know, there somebody who's always nagging you. I want more time. I want this. I want that. And you don't like the nagging. Um, you're also suspicious. You might have suspicions that the person is seeing somebody else or there's this constant negativity that, you know, you, you want to be together, but geez, it just takes a lot out of you. Okay. Right. So you can start by thinking about, you know, maybe I'm better off with right. this relationship. Yeah. And, and I mean, all, all relationships require a lot, a lot of work. You know, right. it's not there. There's not an easy relationship, not not an easy relationship that that lasts. Um, you know, every relationship takes takes some effort. Right. Um, but yeah, when you when you step back and you look at it you, and, and uh, avoid that tendency of looking at what am I losing right now? Right. Um, you know, what am I losing as far as some uh, consistency that I've had? You know, right. we've lived in the same house for all this time. We've, we've done the same routines for all this time. But if you can step back from those, those, that, those losses of comfort or of routine, of, of predictability, mm-hmm. um, you start to see that, okay, yeah, I, I don't have to worry about this anymore because, man, it was really difficult when she would do this or when he would do that. Um, and, oh yeah, you know, this is something that we, you know, a couple of times a week we were arguing about, about this or that. And, um, and now you can look back at, okay, I'm, I'm actually gaining some time. I'm gaining some emotional energy. I'm, I'm gaining some positivity in my life because I'm not on edge or I'm not, you know, as, as frustrated as I, I, I was before. That's right. And, and we can give a thousand examples of incompatibility, Absolutely. you know, like, um, well, my partner loves to go to the beach. Um, I want to be with her. So I go to the beach. I hate going to the beach. You know, right. it's what some people will say, or she wants to go clubbing. She wants to go to nightclubs. That's her idea of a good time. And I don't like to stay up late, but I do it because I want to be with her. So you have to think about all those things too, that maybe just maybe you're better off. Okay. Right. And so, Lewandowski did a study a few years ago of uh, people who had had, uh, had a romantic relationship breakup, mm-hmm. and one in three, thirty-three um, yeah. percent, said the breakup experience was mostly negative. Was overall, it was negative. Right. But then they read, they looked at the data and said forty-one percent said that it was positive overall. Right. When they really looked at it and they got over it more people said it was a positive experience than a negative experience. Now, why does that happen? Because a partner should help you grow. Right. Okay. Should make you better. If the relationship isn't doing that. Right. You can't grow. Right. You know, um, one of the, one of the things I often tell couples that I'm working with is I refer back to the Gottmans um, are, are a, yeah. is a, a couple who have done a lot of research and writing in the areas of relationships. And one of the things that they emphasize in their trainings is that, um, you know, relationships aren't a zero sum game, right? So, um, and, and we find ourselves in, Richard, I know that you've had this experience too, working with couples where it's almost like if one of the, one person in the, in the relationship is, is, is gaining is growing right um it's like the other 
one has to be diminishing in some way. They have to be right. left kept down. They have to be, they, they can't be growing at the same time. Um, and so it becomes this competition. And um, in a relationship, a healthy relationship, both partners are growing together. Right. They're, they they may right. not be growing in exactly the same domains, mm-hmm. the same areas, but they're both becoming, you know, the, the more optimal version of themselves um, right. as well as, optimal version of their relationship right and sometimes you know we, we've heard we hear people talk about you know uh what they call them emotional vampires you know people who just drain yeah. your emotional energy and it's like you, you just feel stifled and you feel mm-hmm. um you start to wither and you can't right. grow and you, you know it's just that's just not that's not a good sign for a, for a lasting relationship we don't want to be in in those kinds of situations with that's a regular right. partner. That's right. And and so one of the one of the most effective ways of getting to positive, of moving on, is is to look at the relationship and say, did were you both growing in this relationship? Right. Were both of you benefiting? Was this relationship making you a better person? Okay. Right. Um, because if if not, um, then then maybe it was a good thing that it ended. And, right. and as he says, and this is hard, this is hard to do, and I, I can't introduce this idea yet with, with the individual I'm seeing, great relationships seldom fail. Right. You know, when two people are in a relationship, both are growing, both are benefiting, both are sustained by the relationship, it's, right. it's good. So great relationships seldom fail, but right. bad ones do. And they should. Now that's a that's a bit of a cold that's water. Hard. That that's yeah. cold water. But but if you sit back and think about it, if a relationship fails, there's probably a reasonable explanation of why right. it failed. It, you know, it just wasn't meant to be for some reason. Um, right. You remember that song? Um, Thank God for unanswered prayers. Yeah. Yeah. That old country tune. Yeah. Um, and that's what I thought about when I was reading this. I said, yeah, sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you're really better off. Right. You know? And so, so you need to get there, but getting there is, is difficult when you're stuck only on the negatives, you know, and, and, right. and we realize that that's, that's where many of us get stuck, but there is good reason to move on. And one of the things you learn is there was a reason why this ended. And so what Absolutely. do I learn from it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because you, you know the, the the other the piece to this that I, that I think about is that um, you know we we experience those negatives, um, but we're we, but we live in a in a in a comfort zone. We, we, we're living in this place, but yeah, I know. And, and right. how do people say, "Well, I'd rather have the um, the evil I know than the evil I don't know, or the the bad that I know than the bad that I don't know," and, and that. Right. To some extent, that makes sense. But when it comes to when it comes to these kinds of relationships, why do we have to have that? But kind of bad, anyways. You know, it, when it's a healthy relationship, again, you're you're growing together, you're nurturing each other, you're supporting each other, you're mm-hmm. you're helping each each of you are helping each other grow. Um, and so, if you have these negatives that are happening, if you have these these things where you know, you feel like you're constantly having to change or to accommodate or to, you know, make some concessions and you don't feel like your partner's ever doing that. That's not a sign of a good, healthy, balanced relationship. 
That's right. Um, and so taking stepping back and looking at it from that um, sort of, I think you sort of suggested this earlier, kind of take some of those emotional, that, that emotional lens down a little bit and look at it from a, from a realistic, this is what was actually happening perspective and be right. honest. Right. Then you start to see that, you know, it, 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 it was a real, it's really difficult situation. And, and it's all of these bad things. Yes. You know, the, these losses are really, really difficult. Um, all these changes that are going to have to happen are really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's what needs to happen. That's right. And, and you don't have, don't be afraid to let go. Right. I and mean, that's, I think the first step is it's okay. You can let go. Right. Some people I've talked to some people and, and they say, well, if I let go, I feel like I'm being disloyal, you know, like I'm doing something wrong. No, you're not I doing should have anything. Done more. I should have, I could have worked harder. I could have, <clears throat> you know, that this is somehow my fault, you know, right. that it, and it might be okay. The point is, even if a relationship is good enough that you're willing to, to do all that stuff, um, ending it allows you to get an even better one. I mean, right. and, and that's the way this guy has to start thinking about it. That no matter how good this relationship was, it, if there was something missing, you, we right. don't know what it is. That's okay. We don't need to know. Right. All we need to know is that something was missing. I know that he wants to know what it was, but he may never know. Right. What he does know is something was missing. Mm-hmm. And as good as this relationship it was, he now has the opportunity to have an even better relationship. Right. Right. Because and that's, he's going to be a better person. He's going to be able right. to, if he grows and he learns from it, then he's going to be better, which is going to yeah. automatically make the next relationship better. Yeah. And you're right. You may not always get closure um, yeah. because there, there just may not be an answer to, to your questions that you, that you have on why this right. or why that. Um, you may not get the answers to those questions because your former partner doesn't want to give you the answers or right. there may just not be an answer. Yeah. Um, what do they call that? Just be that um, you, you know, we talked about earlier that in the beginning of relationships, we, we sort of put on, you know, our best selves. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it may just be that as time passed, the real selves started to come out and those real selves weren't as compatible as the, the ideal selves. That's right. Um, it, that's nobody's fault. It just, nope. it just is. Yep. It, it just, you, you may never know the reason, but you do know that, that something, something caused the two of you to break up. May have been something you did, right. she did, he did. I don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Something happened. Okay. And so now you go build a better one. Right. Okay. Make, learn from this. Make sure you don't make the same mistake again. Don't go out and choose the same kind of person. Right. If you have a type, you know, people say, well, I have a type. Well, I know some people have a type and they chose it three times and it failed three times. Right. Well, you type. I know a woman who got, she was married three times and she kept choosing the same type of person. Yeah. Of, of course they all failed. Okay. Because you were choosing the wrong kind of person. There's right. nothing wrong with you. Nothing wrong with him. But that's not the person you were, and you did it three times. Right. Okay, so that, that, that means that you need to re- reevaluate need what to learn. you think is your type. Absolutely. So, so this relationship breaks up. And now what do you do? And I had not heard of this before. But at the end of the article, somewhere in the article is embedded a, a link. And I went to the link and I said, uh, and, it, and it was about a Japanese art form 
called Kensugi. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. I have not heard of it. And he said, what Kensugi is, it's spelled K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. I I don't know whether the G is hard or soft. So I don't know whether it's Kensugi or Kensuji, probably a soft G. Kensuji is an art form in Japan. And what it is, is that if if an item breaks, like a clay vessel, a, a bowl, the, the, the vessel breaks and, and breaks into three or four pieces. Well, in our country, we throw it out, okay? But in a country with fewer resources, they put the um, vessel back together. Mm-hmm. But when they put it together and they use, a, they use a lacquering, you know, the Japanese have these lacquered boxes and, and mm-hmm. things. So they make a lacquer that's mixed with gold or silver or platinum powder. So it's a very valuable um, commodity and they repair the piece as an artist would repair the piece mm-hmm. and they have this very valuable lacquer on it and in many in and, and the idea is is that the repaired vessel is more beautiful than the original one right okay right. and so you get the idea here is that yes you had a breakup but just as in kensuji the the new relationship, the new vessel, the new, um, the new thing that you build can be even more beautiful than the thing you lost. And right. so in, ja- in Japan, it's an art form, but it, it, it's also a philosophy of life that I, when these things happen, you can make a better, more beautiful one with right. the pieces. Right. A- absolutely. And, you know, it, it is a matter of picking up the pieces and, and putting yourself back together right. after these breakups. Um, and so as the title of the article suggests, you, even after a breakup, you don't have to remain broken. You can put yourself back together and, and become a, a more valuable, healthier, um, yeah. more, um, uh, more advanced version right. uh, yeah. of your true self. Yeah. In fact, in Japan, in, in some cultures, people break things intentionally mm. so that they have the opportunity yeah, to, to build a to build a better one, to build a more beautiful one. So yeah. it, it it's a it's a it's a way of life um, yeah. in those countries, and and probably we're, we're wise to think about that because I, I think the message here is that my goodness, yes, it's painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, a romantic breakup is always devastating, right. but but you can move, you can move on uh, to the positives. The obligation is to do it right the next time. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that there are lots of listeners out there who have been through something like this or are going through something like this or planning to be or anticipating going through something like this. So, um, you know, good luck. It it is difficult. Um, We've all been through it. It is difficult, uh, but you will get through um, and and be able to move on so that you can become that that better version of yourself um, and find a a healthier relationship um, to come. So. That's right. right. It can always be the the next one should could be better. Absolutely. As good as this one is, the next one should be even better. Absolutely. So all right. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.